Have you seen this? The aggressively maximalist horror movie where kawaii schoolgirls are eaten by furniture? The world's only podcast about obscure, overlooked, and misbegotten media. All discussions will be spoiler-heavy. You have been warned. And like the white scarf, that's very reminiscent of, um, uh, what's her name? The the woman who died that way. Jen, you would know who this is. Isadora Duncan. There you go. Yeah, um, for people who don't know, um, the dancer, Isadora Duncan, um, she was like, um, she was a dancer from the early... 20th century and the way that she died was she was wearing a long scarf and she was riding in a um an open top car and the scarf got tangled around the axle of the wheel and she broke her neck jesus christ so that that's so, one for r slash today i learned <laughs> that's a yikes for mm-hmm. me that's that's a ghostly scarf story but there is a ghostly scarf in this movie as well because um you know at first um you know, her father's fiance like kind of tries to offer it to her and is like, oh, let's be friends. And then uh, Gorgeous has the expected kind of teenage reaction to the prospect of a, a new stepmother is like, no, I, you know, you're not my real mom. And, you know, she runs away, um, L- runs into her room and starts looking at a picture box of all of her mother's old pictures. Yeah. And like a, a bunch of pictures way. of her with her dad, who is, um, <laughs> and the story is apparently a um a composer of soundtracks and he I guess he was away working on a Sergio Leone film because he says to his daughter Leone said that my music was better than Morricone's and I was like uh, no he didn't you liar <laughs> he's not going to say oh, that I I didn't even know who the re- those references were cuz I thought I I I I had to rewind it cuz I thought he said Morricone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he thought like, he thought that he thought that uh, Leone was telling him like like oh your music's better than Morricone, but he didn't hear uh, Leone just muttering Maricone at him. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I just took my Sopranos hat off. On that note, <laughs> okay, so I have been pronouncing it incorrectly. That's why I got all those looks. <laughs> yeah, Tim's been going around calling guys Ennio Morricones, and they're just like, what? No, I say uh, my favorite composer Tim, is American. Tim, Tim, Tim. It's it, it. They're called them days. Okay. Oh right. Oh, come on. <laughs> Wake up. Yeah, Get Tim. You really time. gotta stop saying the F slur. Yeah, I really stepped people. into that one. Which one, Fagioso? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's really let's start let's really start to break down this movie. So from the get go, you are introduced to the titular four girls, which is gorgeous, the main character, fantasy, the daydreamer girl, kung fu, who is obviously into the martial arts and the butch one of the group, Mac the fat one of the group. And I guess that makes five of them. There's actually prof, the nerdy one. I think that's everyone. Oh, and and melody and melody. And they're kind of like a sailor moon kind of group. Well, apparently the, the, the thing with there being seven girls, like I guess it's a um, kind of an auspicious thing in Japanese culture to have groups of seven. Um, 
probably the most famous example being Seven Samurai. Um, yeah, this is made in 77. Oh, shit. It's all numerology-related. Yeah, huh? And um, the yes. director I, also mentioned that during I, the war, they would have, like, work like work gangs of, of, like, seven guys who would, you know, do, like, I don't know, army-type shit. I forget. But, yeah, the number seven is kind of a key one here. Seven is a very significant number to me, and I think that most movies, music, a lot of my favorite things came out in years... That are seven. Well, I love seventies music, which is why well, um, I actually really responded how, a lot to the music in this movie. It's beautiful. It's, it's just so like different. That's if you if you listen to it out of the context of the movie, you would just be relaxed and de- just yeah. have a nice little time. And I feel like that's a thing that, um, like, the Japanese really excel at kind of like taking a Western thing and improving on it, with like. Um, you know, for example, the genre of city pop, where, like, they oh, took uh, they yeah. took Amer- elements of American pop and they just perfected it to a fine tune, musically doing things that Americans weren't even capable of. Yeah, I mean, like te- because music, music technology wise, they're just advanced. Yeah, because certainly in, um, of course, in um, the Western world, you had um, you had your yacht rock, you had your your steely dan's and your christopher crosses but like i feel like i haven't listened to a i haven't listened to a lot of city pop i only became aware of the genre like pretty recently but you know listening to it it's like on this level of of gloss that is just is you know it's 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 utter perfection as far as as far as music comes yeah we should mention that there is a musical number in the movie there's several there's several there's several beautiful there's a funk song that plays kind of like right when the deaths start happening that just blew me away i was like what the fuck i've never oh yeah like they it gets in because the score gets into like a a, uh kind of frenetic jazz field it's really cool yeah i mean before they even leave it's like there there's like it's like a head interlude or something like i don't know (laughs) if i'm watching like you know the monkeys film or like yellow hey. submarine or wizard uh, of oz okay yeah i want to i want to say that the the it's very reminiscent of the monkeys film the girls okay so f- transitioning from the girls talk at school they then gorgeous goes to her dad's has the fight with the about the new mom yeah then she goes back to school or she writes a letter to her aunt she says auntie i'm coming with my friends I'm inviting yeah, myself for, and my six friends to your house. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. the like the summer school got canceled. Like you know, Mister uh, Tojo or Togo, he's like, yeah, I can't do Torgo? it. Sorry, girls. Torgo, Mister Torgo, waiting for Torgo. Yes. and and also this guy is like supposed to watch them throughout this entire movie, but he never can make it on time. He's in a dune buggy. He's supposed to be the comic relief for the entire movie. He's he's, get, he's stopping get, to get his, noodles for bananas. He gets his ass stuck in a fucking bucket in the first scene he's in. <laughs> sp- sp- his ass spinning around like out of control. It just makes no sense. Yeah, okay, no, anyway. I'm told that um these oh. interludes or at least like the ramen shop interlude are references to an incredibly successful series of f- films in Japan um called uh, the Torah Sun series. It's about a guy who's like consistently unlucky in love and 
wears a hat, and that's Same. about all I know about these movies. They, they Same. Made something like oh my god! Movies with these guys. Who it gave the, the license for my life? Who gave the license for my life out to these you, Japanese people? I, I feel like, like I've been cheated in time. I, I feel like you must have they a took story your about story, and they perfected it. Jack, I feel time? like you must have a story about I'm getting scared. your ass stuck in a bucket. No, but I too have a story about getting my head stuck in the revolving door of FOA Schwartz <laughs> in New York before it's closed. They yeah, they had to close it after that. They're like, we can't keep, we can't have this keep happening. They're like, this is the last child's head that gets stuck in this fucking revolving door. We're never, we're gonna lose the company. <laughs> sure enough. Now that'll um, we'll hear that story in full in our next episode. But (laughs) in the meantime, um, yeah, so um, and I think I alluded to it at the beginning of the episode that there is so much in this movie, which is um, somewhat opaque to a Western and certainly an American observer. Um, The the Taurus on thing, definitely, because it's like, you know, like, who the fuck has heard of that shit in America? (laughs) Um, And it's and like a lot of. Okay, like, like if an... I watch more Dragon Ball Z, will I get more? Will I understand this movie better? Well, I was gonna say, um, I'm not no, an anime bitch. person, but <laughs> I, but I, Tim, I... <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm here to beat Tim up. <laughs> I'm, you can't. I'm, Tim's I'm going... power levels over nine thousand, ah, and he's unfindable in Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He Three more episodes, and we'll get to the fight. He's broadcasting okay. from a secret location. But as I was going to say, um, oh, I'm so sorry we had to cut you off there because the episode gets really good right after that. Why don't you hop on over to patreon.com slash have you seen this? And for just a couple of bucks every month, you get the rest of this episode plus another bonus episode that all the plebes don't even have access to. It gets really dirty. It's it, We take it to a whole other level, but oh man, I wish I could play the rest of that episode for you. Ooh, sorry.